now time for a very call to action edition of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service and tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games to simply pass on by. I am Corey. I have a mic arm. It is official. I am the best podcaster in the world. <laughs> that's, that's all it took. That's all it took. I was I was stifling myself by not having this arm. This this very old. You know what what really bugs me about this is like this is like super old technology. You, you think the mic arm would have improved by now, but no, it's just like a bunch of screws and pieces of metal just sort of like taped together. So, the mic do arm for? doesn't need improvement. Like it's a perfect piece of machinery. But no, eventually it'll it'll give out. The springs give out. The hinges give out. Like it's just it's just a matter of time. That's Basher, by the way. Oh, uh, hello everyone. Uh, I'm here for the first time, maybe the last. For time. the first time. The last time he says. Well, that's just sad. I didn't I didn't get you anything. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm all right, man. Like you never get me anything. What else is new? That's that's why I'm leaving. I think I think I gave you Game Pass for like two months. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I win it on this show? No, I just happened to have it. Oh, okay, all right. That that seems accurate. So there you go. Speaking of Xbox Game Pass, if you want to win one month of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, all you gotta do is leave us a review, then shoot us a message. You can either email us gpopfans at gmail.com or give us a call 574-651-9256. So all you got to do, leave a review on iTunes, let me know that you did it. Once it posts, you'll win a month. That's it. That's it. That's all you got to do. It's, it might it's be the really easiest that simple. month. It might be the easiest month of Game Pass you've ever... I know, look, okay. I know some of you out there do the Google, not Google Rewards, the Bing Rewards like me, okay? All you do is... No you, one does that. You do your little dailies, and then you you just go, you just Bing the letter L a hundred times. <laughs> we all do it. That takes like two to three weeks to get one month of Game Pass Ultimate. This will take significantly less time. That's all you got to do. But that's not here. That's not here. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Call of the Sea. This is duty. The, what? Wait, what? We're not doing Call of Duty again. I, mean, I guess we can. I mean, if not, I played the wrong game. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. No. We're here to talk about Call of the Sea. This is developed by Out of the Blue Games, known for Call of the Sea. This is their first game. This is a developer based out of Spain. Regular price at $19.99 is a first-person adventure game available on Xbox and PC. There is no DLC. It does have Xbox One X and Xbox Series X and S support. So no matter what Xbox you're playing on, you got native support. One of the few games out there that does it. So we'll, I'll talk about performance and stuff like that. But narrowing that down down is a little difficult. I believe on Xbox One X, you're getting a 30 frame rate cap at not true 4K, but it's somewhere under 4K. Whereas Xbox Series X, you are getting a 4K 60. And then Series S, I believe, is a 1440-60. So uh, that, none of that is actually confirmed. It took a lot of trying to figure that out um but that is just a lot of people's guesses so but no matter what you are getting support for all you series x owners out there and it's only on xbox and pc right now you can't play this anywhere else so it's one of those few launch exclusives i definitely believe this will come to playstation switch above call of the sea let's talk about it let's talk about it uh 
policy is an adventure game uh they don't make a lot of these a lot anymore uh they should come back to making a lot of these again i enjoy me a good adventure game okay Uh, hang on first i want to say are they they're still making these but i feel like they're becoming harder and harder to discern which ones are good and which ones are bad i think that's going to be part of our uh challenge today because We've, I believe we played a venture game or two on here before, and uh, they were quite bad, if I remember. Like, like Night Call. Yeah, Night Call. So, so the premise uh, of this one, it's it's the 30s. Um, you, you reach an island, basically. You play as Nora. She's looking for her husband, and she goes to this island because he was going there to basically look for a cure for her. She has some type of illness or disease and all you really know is that she's got these black spots on her hands and she's not quite sure what it is um it's voiced by chrissy jones who uh, was very popular in firewatch which is also a first person adventure game as well as walking dead season one Uh, i say chrissy i'm sorry it's sissy jones so it's the premise is pretty basic um but it is a i think that's the, the the case for most adventure games it's usually a very basic premise but it, it it's how it plays out if it plays out well that's where these games kind of shine yeah like the, the story is usually basic but it's usually um hinges on a few things the 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 gameplay which at talk about point and click adventure game it sounds pretty basic in, in general but there are levels to that game but uh usually hinges on the gameplay uh, a lot of times the art style, and for me personally, the aesthetic. But, but by, by that I mean, like the Sam and Max games are very funny. Um, and my favorite point point and click games are usually have this kind of humor to it, uh, or they go the other way and they kind of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like not cyberpunky, but noir like games and it's kind of dreadful kind of max pain like settings um this however is this this is an interesting uh aesthetic for me because when you first boot it up the first thing you notice is the i think incredible art style like it is this game is dripping with some style i I, I love the uh on series x i mean it it's it's pushing it um i mean i mean it's they are using that console to its max. I mean, and I, I don't want to say that as in, like, this game is, like, jaw-dropping. But it looks very, very good. And it is it is a very clean image. Uh, it's using Unreal Engine 4, which, you know, it's always kind of amazing to see UE4 sort of pull off color. I know that's that probably still sounds kind of weird, but UE just always has this look to it. Um, and they, and as they've improved that engine, more and more games are taking advantage. But it's really hit in its stride here of that. You, this engine is capable of doing some awesome things. So, yeah, I, and that's about to say, like the color is really what kind of pops. And a lot of times you get these games where the style. I mean, we just played um, uh, Unruly Heroes, where the style was there, but the colors seemed muted. Nothing seemed to really right. pop out. Whereas like this game is like a a walking like a moving comic book almost, and it's just super stylized, and I, and, I, and I really dig it. It's one of the first things you notice. Um, 
Well, and, and I want to say, like, it, it's like that through the whole thing. The aesthetic of right. the island isn't exactly um, – it doesn't change drastically, but there are changes. You do go to other areas that are not just a tropical setting. And it, it holds that style through the whole game, which is very important to me because it's – just you, re- you very easily could have just made a big island, you know, and just walked around, and it's all kind of the same thing. But they they very clearly had not only an art style in mind, but a the game starts going places in terms of um, sort of like ancient civilizations, as as well as like different types of uh, humanoid style creatures, and it's all portrayed through the art in very very convincing ways. I, I think. It's. I, I was kind of shocked to see that, honestly. Like the the depth of of the the art from this team, like they very clearly care about it, and it and it, it shows, and not just how good it looks, but just the variety that you get from not a very long game. It, it was only you know, depending on the puzzles, you know, you can get stuck, you know, but you could you could beat it in four hours. You know, it's not crazy long. So, and to piggyback off that, one of the reasons it's not super long is. It's one of those adventure games where they do the puzzles right. The puzzles are extreme, extremely smart and they're slick and it matches with the style of the game. And what I mean by that is this isn't one of those adventure games that get it that gets it wrong where it's like I need a key to open up this door, so I'm going to mix my my water with my like t-shirt and somehow make a key it's like wait i would never thought to do that none none of that makes sense whereas the puzzles in this are i would describe them as easy in a good way like this is very sensible you see where things why things happen i think and that's very important to me in in an adventure game uh i i kind of classify as a um i (laughs) The words, the words that come to mind is the "where the heck do I go" kind of game uh, when it comes to adventure games, and that's kind of what I feel like you described in, in the first part. But then there's like kind of the secondary genre inside the adventure game. It's more of a detective style, and what I mean by that is there's there is a little bit, uh, probably not in this game, but every once in a while there there are games that are more detective style that has a little bit of the what do I what do I combine to to to, to go forward, whereas this is very much a you need to find stuff in the world, and once you find it, when you find the important things, it makes note of it. And you've got like a journal, and you can go to that journal, and you can always go back to it, and it always presents the information that you found that's important to you. Whereas a lot of times where, where these where these games can go very, very wrong is that you just don't know what to do. Like, it seems so basic, but it's just, you just don't know what to do sometimes because you haven't found the thing, you haven't mixed the right thing. Or you found some information you think is important, but it's not. And I don't think this game is perfect in that sense. There, when as we keep talking a little bit more, I'll, I'll get into it. But I think you know, like you said, it's for the most part, it does it right. It it presents information in a good way to where if you get stuck, you you more than likely can at least figure it out, or you have the information to figure it out. It makes it very difficult to just get straight up. Just bamboozled, I guess you could say. No, and I think well, what what they do to get out of that trapping, and it's something more modern 
adventure game well i'm gonna say pretty much every modern adventure game does now you get like you get very few of the other ones where you where they kind of let you because when it comes to these adventure games i'm not afraid to get lost as long as i can find my way and when i find my way i'm not go- i'm not feeling like really that was it like as long as it makes sense to me as long as it makes sense to the story and the narrative then you got me hooked you got me in i think what call of the sea does to um uh, remedy that or, or kind of sidestep that issue is something that a lot of adventure games do now and, 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 it make, and it makes itself a little more linear instead of giving you a let's say a city-wide area to play around in it gives you more of a district to play in and then once you solve that district it's on to the next the next district and, neither, and none of them are too big or too small it's always just the right size to where you can Find a few things here and there. Take it to the puzzle machine. Solve the puzzle machine, and then you're off to the next event to, to the next part. And I think putting it in chunks like that makes it very digestible and it makes it uh, very accessible. Right. The the puzzles then can stand out basically because I feel like when when you have such a vast area to sort of have opportunities it makes it very easy to not only miss things but it it can make it very difficult to sort of remember things like like i saw this thing here i now have the thing that i need but i don't remember where i saw it or maybe i don't have the thing that i need and i don't know where i'm supposed to look and so when, when you just when you eliminate all those factors it just like you said it makes it easy easier to digest and while like one of the one of my favorite adventure games that i was crazy surprised with was the remake of king's uh king's T- king's quest and they kind of had that thing, but it was kind of in between where each of the five chapters was its own individual chapter. But each one, you could play it for two to three hours, you know, uh, of trying to figure it out. And it was it wasn't massive, but it wasn't small either. Whereas this is definitely more on the small side. I, I, there's six different chapters, but like you said, each one is its own individual uh, puzzle center, I guess you could call it. Um, but yeah, so no, I agree. I think... The that aided me a lot in pushing through this game, and, and that doesn't—that's not a negative, but it was nice knowing that, like, when I finished a chapter, I could put it down, and I could come back to it later, and I wouldn't—I wouldn't have to to be afraid of missing anything. And sometimes when it, when you play those old adventure games, like, you almost have to marathon them because if you don't, or if maybe I'm just dumb, but I'm like, if I don't finish this, I'm not going to remember. Like, I am not going to remember half of this game. So I think it makes a lot of sense uh, to, to make to make it like that. I mean, and, and that's when it comes down to different styles and preferences because uh, for me, it's when, when you... It's too easy to screw up either or and... For the, for a game like this, they did it right. I, I I'm trying to think of the uh, the the other adventure game we played that was um I want to say uh, I'm not gonna remember the name of this game. It, it, like we, we passed when it was terrible. Um, it was uh it looked like card it almost looked like cut out graphics like people like people were cut out. It was mostly brown and it was very oh, small. It was, was uh, apocalypsis. Yeah, yeah, like that. In a That's similar bad. way to call, it, yeah, very bad. bad. In a very similar way to Call of the Sea, it's it puts the 
gameplay into chunks. So you saw this 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 area, they moved to move to the next area, but it did it as you clearly stated terribly. Yeah. Call of Duty like does it a lot better. Like yeah, like, yes, right. Yeah, it was ugh, that. That is the exact opposite of this game. So no, like I before we get onto some of my my negatives, like obviously the story is is sort of the glue that holds this all together as well. And the it's hard to talk about without spoiling because um, and I'm not going to spoil it. That's not that's not what I'm trying to say. Um, it's just it it goes places. It, it definitely does not. It does not hold you know hold any punches. It it has a story it wants to tell and it gets there in sort of weird ways, but it's a coherent way from start to finish. There's clearly a mystery and you are finding things out. And if you go looking for things, you you can get more of the story. But even if you don't find the things by the end of it, you will have a very clear picture of what's going on. And I think that's super important. Um, and I said, like, I'm not going to... It reminds me of, um, uh, honestly, a better Uncharted in that sense. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know if people... If you, if, you, if you played Uncharted, you're familiar with the idea of it's just a regular adventure game. And then all of a sudden, halfway through Act 3, right. there's, there's aliens and zombies and monsters and some crap happening. Uh, there's a turn here in, this, in, 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 in the story but it happens on such a natural, gradual basis to where you're like, oh, oh, this is where we're going. And you get yeah. more and more into it. Yeah, it, it's very good at dropping hints of what's going to happen. So when it happens, it's weird. Like, again, I'm not I'm not going to say that it doesn't go places because it does. But it, it for whatever reason, because of the way that they, they position the story and the way that they drop hints that it, you're just kind of like, all right, like I'm on board. Like, I, I'm cool with this. And so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, but there are a couple things that um, I didn't love about it. And I guess this is a minor spoiler, so I guess 30 seconds ahead if you don't want to know. The game does end with a choice, so there are multiple endings. And I, I the ending I picked was the one I that I thought I should go with, but it also, it reminded me a lot of um, crap. Uh, Life is strange because Life is Strange was all about choices, but there was there was two choices to the end of that game, and one of them seemed like the right one, and one of them definitely seemed like the wrong one. And even after, and if you watch them and you play them back, one of them has significantly more depth to it, where the other one is just kind of like a thirty second, like all right, we're done. And so it's just like you get, like why give me the choice if there's clearly a choice that you fleshed out, and I. Right. I really feel like that here i really feel like one of the choices made a lot of sense and the other one it's not that it didn't make sense it just it seems like they they really thought about one of the endings more than the other so obviously that'll be you know up to the person whether or not they agree um but yeah that that was the one thing about the story that and and it's but it's not really a negative because i picked the one that i thought made sense and that was the one that had more depth and more writing to it. So I got a good ending, but I could definitely see if somebody picked the other one and, and, and they don't take the time to look up the other ending or go back and play the last level or whatever. I, I think you could just be like, Oh, all right, well, that's kind of weird. Like, <laughs> I guess it's over kind of thing. Yeah. I, there, there's a, there's a trend in gaming where, where I feel like developers are starting to feel like 
we're adding more to the to replayability by adding more endings. But when really all you're doing is making me play again from my last save file. Right. Like, which which you, you, you can't you, uh, unless you know it's coming and you don't and you make a save, you've got to play the whole last level again. <laughs> right. I mean and and that that's usually what it what it comes down to. You're just playing a certain portion over again. Um and to me that's not that doesn't add g- gameplay or story depth. Uh I'd rather you be very upfront with me like a um I would rather you be more clear with it. Like 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 an infamous where it's like we're not going to BS you here. You have a good ending and a bad ending. The bad ending, you're just a bad guy. The good ending, you're just a good guy. It's, neither one of them have any super depth to it. It's just like however you want to play it the first time, then you play it again the second time that way. Whereas, whereas like you have games like Mass Effect, for example, where it's like it doesn't matter what you did all game at all. <laughs> and right. but because they try we have, to we have to have portray like it did. Like, right. Yeah. But if they try to portray like everything you did mattered. And luckily, this game doesn't do that per se it doesn't really beat you across the head with every single thing you do here has a has a has a consequence involved like no you're just playing through the game there's no real choices throughout the game that's why when it pops up i'm you're like why now and right. it doesn't really fit yeah it's yeah so again I, it's not a deal breaker by any means um but it, it was something that definitely stuck out to me so now the one thing that that could be a deal breaker for some um i don't i don't know you know, we had, we talked about this and and I said, all right, I'm on chapter two and I'm stuck. Like I am straight stuck. I cannot figure it out. And I wanted to see, um, how far you got before or if you even got stuck, but that's in, in the modern day of video games, obviously I could look up a, a strategy, a strategy guide, a, a playthrough, whatever. And I ended up having to do that. And even after knowing the, the solution, I still don't quite get it. Like I, I, I clearly, I have all the information that the game wants me to have. It basically amounted to, I needed to sort of match, sort of match pictures. Like I needed to take like context clues or, or some type of clue in and make a guess. And I, I just didn't get it. Um, I tried for a good 45 minutes to an hour before I was just like, I, I'm not getting this here. I, I don't get it. And so I, but is it, I guess, is that a negative because we do live in the modern era and, simply Google search and be done with it. But I just, so yeah, I'm curious how far you got or if you got stuck. I'm guessing, I'm guessing you're talking about the eye puzzle. The what, the what one? It's, are you talking about the eye puzzle in chapter two? Uh, it's a totem puzzle. Oh, the totem one. What, oh, before the eye. Uh, so like, well, we have to basically make the turn to four call, uh, four rows. Right. right. And then you, oh, so you, okay. you basically have, have the four pictures. And yeah. They give you kind of clues, but I just, I just didn't get it. Like, I, I think you at... had a brain fart moment there because that one, that one, that puzzle, for me, solidified the feeling of great. They're not go. They're not like they have good puzzles in here that that are that that are essentially clear enough to. Whereas you're not thinking too outside the box. Whereas outside the the boundaries of the game like it's pretty cut and dry i thought but i think yeah i think you might have just had a, a brain fart in that one 
Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe off the air we'll talk because I, I'm still it still frustrates me because I'm looking at it and I'm like I feel like I should get this like, <laughs> like I feel like one of the simpler puzzles. Obvious. Like the like the idea is simple, but I just could not figure out what it wanted me to like. I know what it wanted me to do, but the pictures and matching them to the totems, I just. I just didn't get it. I was like, none of these match in any real way. So, but no, um, yeah, the burning puzzle, that was difficult, but I had all the information that I needed. So like, it took me a little while to figure it out, but I, I, it just, it was a process of, of figuring it out. Um, you know, whereas right. I think the totem one, yeah, it was a little bit more deducing. So, I mean, so clearly your, your mileage may vary on that. Um, I'm apparently dumb and someone else figured it out and had no issues. So, Maybe it's not a negative at all. Um, but yeah. So Which is the nature of adventure games, really. I mean, uh, I remember playing Disco Elysium uh, and just kind of being stuck in when I was describing, because a friend of mine walked into my room and I was just, I was playing a game, I was describing like, I've just been walking around like in a circle here because as, as I described what, was, what I was looking for was happening, she just made like a common sense kind of comment without knowing anything about the game or being a gamer at all. It's just like, did you try looking at over there or over here thing? I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, so sometimes you might just be in too deep into right. to, to like that, that, that run. Um, it's it's, like, it's me, like a magic trick. Like usually, usually the, right. the solution is right in front of you, but you're, you're too busy looking for it that you just don't see exactly. It, so. Yeah. Like one, one one thing I uh, I give this, this game credit for is it's not one of those adventure games that you walk into a room and you're just like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to click everything until a hand pops up or a right. prompt pops up. Um, it, it, it does a good job of teaching you what may or may not be a clue. It does a good job of telling you this is just backstory. This is just an addition to uh, the story, whereas this is a clue, so we're going to write this down. This is going in your notebook. So it takes some some liberties in making the game more accessible in a way that isn't dumb. And I thought, and I thought that was very important. Yeah, it, and it is. Like I said, I I think the 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 fact that the journal. It sort of auto fills itself when, when you find something important is just extremely, uh, it's like, it, it is extremely smart, but at the same time, it's just extremely helpful because it just, it lets you focus on exactly what you need to focus on. So, but yeah, I, I think, um, oh, the, uh, the only other thing that I can say, and this is 100% a, a negative, but it, it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but frame rate, frame rate on the series X is not great. Um, in terms of it, it, it has a 60 frames cap, but it fluctuates probably from 30 to 60 consistently. Um, That's it is never, gross. Yeah, it is a never solid 60. It looks really good, um, but it just seems like it, it just needed a little bit more time and optimization or something. But so, but what's, what is nice is that it's not a lock 30 and fluctuating. So it's never unplayable. It, you know, it never, it never feels gross, but if you are like me and you are very um, aware of when a frame rate is just constantly going up and down, up and down, up and down, it, it can be just a little annoying. Um, so I cannot comment on the series S or the one X, but 
Um, but yeah, so while well, the game does look really good, frame rate needs a little bit of work. So uh, what's what's in, what's interesting is the later part of the game actually has, I think, less problems, and I think that's more because the a lot of the environments are a little bit more closed off, um, whereas the the earlier environments are a little bit more open. So uh, it actually gets better as the game goes on. But I just want to put that out there. So that's interesting because the game looks like like we said, the game looks looks it's a gorgeous looking game, but it's not demanding so that's just no that's yeah I, I think i i think it's it's a memory thing because there's a lot on screen um i mean like i said there's one thing is as as these new consoles have hit and, and we're sort of playing these sort of um cross-gen games pop in and pop up is just a man that's become a problem right <laughs> like pop in has become such a problem on, on these on a lot of these games and texture filtering and just like it, if I don't, I don't know the word to use. Like a lot of people don't notice it, right? Like, or or they notice pop in, or they notice texture filtering, and it doesn't bother them. But for me, no, it's, since I know it it's there, how does like, it not it, bother you? Yeah, I, I, it drives. I don't understand how, but it doesn't make sense to me. Where this game doesn't have that issue. Pop in is not an issue. Texture filtering not an issue. So it, at least on the Series X, so it just it just seems like there's. It is so focused on making sure that the visuals are clean and looking good that the frame rate takes a hit for it. But again, it's very important that it's a 30 to 60 and not a 30 below. I, I never had frame rate issues in terms of just like like this is I can't I can't play this right now. This isn't a cyberpunk situation. Um, ooh, ooh, bars. <laughs> and so yeah, but it it is 100 noticeable. So, but no, game is game again. Game looks really really good. So. Right, I think we've talked enough about it to render our verdict, and I think uh, I don't think there's a lot of debate on this one. Um, I think I think you should play this game. Yeah, start from start, start to finish the game. Uh, it kind it, it kind of gra- it kind of grabs you, it brings you gradually into uh, the the world, and it, and it's one of those adventure games where, as we said before, it you don't have to worry about getting lost or spending too much time in certain areas per se like you can really kind of jump in jump out get the story piece by piece and then by the end of it in about four hours you've had yourself a hopefully a pretty nice time so yeah yeah, this is definitely one you pass on to your friends yeah for sure and and i think a huge thing for me is is the 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 runtime of it it is not crazy long and if you do get stuck like me and and you're dumb like me the the walkthroughs and stuff because of the way the puzzles are set up it's very easy to find where you are because of the chapters you can you can definitely be like i'm in chapter two and i'm stuck here you know and and you can find that help for you and that's that's just a modern technology thing and i i really only had to do that twice if i if i remember correctly it was there's chapter two and then there was one part um i i guess this is also a problem i did have a, a an issue in the final chapter to where uh, something got bugged. I needed to press a button, and it basically sort of um, rolled out these these big metal or big stone plates. And I pressed the button, and they rolled out, but then they froze. Like, and so I had to reload my game and and do that again. So, I, I it wasn't an issue for me. Like in terms of basically what happened was is I wanted to make sure that that wasn't and like that wasn't supposed to happen. So I did look up like what what it looked like when the other person pressed this button and it sure enough, those plates did roll all the way to where they were supposed to. So again, mileage may vary, but I I don't think it's going to be 
again, not a cyberpunk situation. This game is not broken by any means. <laughs> Look, so. how, how dare you? I am playing cyberpunk right now. I'm getting a solid eight frames. Tw- when I play it on medium, I'm getting a great 27 to 30 frames when there's a lot of people or I'm driving or anything, or I'm just moving in general. Uh, and then uh, popping pop only happens all the time. <laughs> like only all the time. For you. Like Jesus, it's the worst. It's this is not the worst. about Cyberpunk. This is about Call of the Sea, which when it comes to Call of the Sea on Game Pass or Pass, we can officially say, play this one, pass it on to your friends, have a good, grand old time. Good day, right. sirs. Yeah, I think that's all. You, you can't. You can't get ahead of me. You can't. You can't do. Your I thought we were off. done. I thought we were done. I thought you, you, do... you were. You were clearly. Listen, I. I thought I was Paul. Off. I was. I thought I was the Paul Walker of this relationship, where I just leave early. Wow! Too soon. Too soon. That's Wait, gonna do with this episode. Go. Next episode is actually our last game of the year because after that we're gonna be doing our game of the year, and the last game was a spin game. A game we spun for, and it was Death's Gambit. So that's going to be the final game of the year. And then after that, we'll be doing our game of the year, which I just said. And that's going to be that. Um, I'm going to... Okay. This is news to Basher. What if... News to, news to you, I already know the news. What if... I'm going to say in January of 2021, we need to revisit a game. Do you know what game that is? It's going to be uh, um, 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 the one with the boats. Sea of Thieves. Yeah, the one with the boats. Because that's cheating, technically. But in the modern era of games, where games are constantly updated and, and changed, this is mainly a selfish thing because I really, really, really want to love Sea of Thieves. And in some aspects, I do. But that game was so close to being phenomenal, it just had a couple flaws that, of course, were fixed relatively closely after that last episode. But not only has that come out, they've they've done a they're, they're putting a season or a quote battle pass into that game. I think we need to check that out again. Uh, I mean, here's the thing: I'm not against that. I'm down for it. I'm just. If the same thing happened, if something, anything similar happens to what happened last time, and for you guys who didn't hear that episode, feel free to go back and listen to it. The long and short of it is we went on a, what seemed to be a main quest line, if you will, and it'll, it took us a good 40 minutes to get to a certain part. It was long. It was, long it was, yeah, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was, like it was two a hours. good. Oh my God. This makes it so much worse. After two hours, uh, we, we, we die in a certain position. And then um, when we reload the game, you got to start that entire two-hour process from scratch. Yeah. None of, none of that saves. And I'm just like, it, this is this is no. We were doing the Shroud Breaker, which I, I, I can't remember what they call it, but it's basically like a, a mythic quest or whatever. And, of course, like I said, right after that, they added checkpoints and they added a save system. So clearly they knew it was a problem or people weren't happy with it. So, but no, I, I very much want to go check that game out again. And I also want to check out the series X version because from what I understand, it is a very, very good version of that game. So I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I really want to check out that game again. So, but next year, I I mean, I'm down. 
Yeah, so there you go. So at some point we'll be playing Sea of Thieves in January. I'm sure we'll do a spin on a game. And uh, there's also some new Gears DLC that maybe I'll convince Basher to play too. So, But all right, that's going to do it for this episode. You can email us, gpopfans at gmail.com. That's gpopfans at gmail.com. You can write us, text us, send us a voicemail, 574-651-9256, 574-651-9256. Again, please rate us on all your favorite podcast services. It really does help. I see the numbers. Um, we we have basically, in the year 2020, and we'll talk more about this on the game of the year. We'll go over a couple of things, but we, we've more than doubled our, our output in terms of or our, our input. What's the word I'm looking for? Fan base, listeners. Okay, there you go. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. We have doubled, oh, like we doubled so, our output. Crap, I didn't know. I mean, I guess we kind of did because we started in the middle of a year. So I guess technically we did. Point is, there. I know there's people out there. Let us know what you like, don't like, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All right, that's gonna do it for this episode. We will see you next week with Death's Gambit. Now do your sign off. Now, now, now can I say it? Now do your sign off. Good day, sirs.